Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Are you suffering from pandemic stress? Riots and insurrection have you worried about your safety? Well, get to Premier Firearms where they can make you safe. Premier Firearms has locations in Orlando on West Colonial Drive, in Titusville on US-1, and in Mineola in the Family Jewelry and Pawn. Premier Firearms has AR pistols and rifles starting as low as $5.99. Premier Firearms is a family-owned business that can take care of all your firearm and ammunition needs. Check them out today on Facebook and Instagram at Premier Firearms. That's Premier Firearms. And coming soon to Tavares. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. Connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. That's the MagSwag.com studios. Uh, my name is Mike. I'll be uh, guiding us through the program here for the next two hours. Promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. I do not do the show by myself. Let me go around the room real quick and introduce you to my fellow compatriots. Well, it's compatriot today. On my right is the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Dr. Corbett, approved memos. Oh, good to be back. Good to be back. Sir, it's a pleasure to have you with us. Uh, I know uh, last week you got one of those, uh, an extra run, right? They call you for uh, an extra shift or something, and you got to take it. It's not like you can turn them down. And you uh, you called us from the road last week. Oh, uh, actually, no, that's that's actually part of my assignment now. Part of the, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. I, I work Tuesday through Saturday. There you go. And it's just one of those, that's what it was. You were uh, you didn't you weren't back as early as right. anticipated. Yeah, that's what it was. Traffic okay. and right. industry delays and all that. Yeah, it um it was a a great surprise when you called in, and then I thought we weren't going to have you for the whole show, and but you hung in there the whole show. Yeah, and I was I mean I think it was like the third segment. I heard you go, uh, yeah, right. I was like, Earl, are you still, are you still on the line? Yeah, yeah. The, the the beauty of uh, Bluetooth hands free headset. Yeah. yeah, exactly. No more. Holding the phone and shifting around and doing all that nonsense. Um, where are your uh, are your travels taking you this uh, this past couple uh, past week or two? Uh, predominantly North Florida and into Alabama. How many miles would you say you're driving um, a day? And remember, uh, DOT may be listening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it could vary depending on where I actually get sent. Right, uh, right now, it's kind of focusing between three different locations: my home terminal here in Central Florida. Okay. A terminal we've got, or you know, in Orlando, a terminal we have in Jacksonville, and a terminal we have in Mobile, Alabama. Okay. And if Orlando doesn't have freight, they send me to Jacksonville. 
go get freight there and right. take it to Alabama. Uh, when I'm in Alabama, they could send me back directly to Orlando or they could send me to Orlando by way of Jacksonville. Got to Got to you moving right along. Yeah, moving so right along. If I have to hit all three of them, I'm doing just a little over 500 miles in a day. That's uh, let's see. Um, you and I have driven uh, more than that in a day, but that was uh, you know on occasional yeah. basis. We, in a, in we a, weren't a, under DOT regulations right, right, as right. well. <laughs> <laughs> we were doing uh, in a uh, uh, an F one fifty, you know, uh-huh. you know? Uh, or I think one time we did it in a suburban, you know, and we've we've had a yeah. couple different yeah. pickups or SUVs. We've done it in, and. Uh, and I, listen, I've I've done it plenty of many times before, driving back and forth from you know Kentucky to here and uh, Louisville to Orlando, and um, but that's not the. I, I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you sit behind. Uh, it's sixty five, seventy miles an hour, and just you know I'm good, I'm good. Because for me, it's it's like uh, it's like NASCAR. It's like I, oh man, I got to beat my last time. You know, I got <laughs> I got to get in front. Well, um, once you bump the governor and stay there, yeah, that that's all you can do. I, I did at one point. I was coming back from I think it was Fort Knox uh, within the past couple of years up in uh, Louisville. So that's a nine hundred miles roughly. It's a nine hundred mile trip. Right. And uh, I had I had I, nowhere to be. I was coming back, and it was uh, it was it was wonderful. But it was nighttime, and you were wearing sunglasses. I, and and <laughs> that's right. That's right. And it's half a pack of cigarettes. And get a new lighter. Um, <laughs> and uh, I was I was coming back, and I, I had nowhere to be. It was one of those. Well, I don't have to be back by a certain time. I don't have to try and make this. I can get there whenever I want. There's even there's not even anybody at the house that I'm trying to rush back to get to. It was just driving back. And I still couldn't drive at the speed limit uh, and, and just enjoy it. I had to... And I've had those days where you just get out and do lazy days. and mm-hmm. but Sunday driving. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't do it. I still kept trying to beat my time. I've done the lazy driving around town. Yeah, yeah. But but I was trying to beat the time coming back. I'll say uh, you're, you're one of those guys that every time you look at the GPS and it gives you ETA estimated oh time to arrival, yeah, yeah. you take it as time to beat. That's it. I could beat that. <laughs> I could beat that. Exactly right. You want me to go what route? I could beat that. I'll go this route. So I was coming back and 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 it, and it got to where I kept noticing that I was uh, I was pushing it. I mean, listen, I'm not out there running people off the road or putting them into the wall unless they deserve it. Uh, you know, put, I was just, you know, doing my usual five or 10 over, just, you know, trying to keep going. Yeah. Some, sometimes you need to do more than five or 10 over just to keep up. With yeah, traffic. just exactly right. So what I did was every about, every, what is it about every 30 to 45 miles, there's a rest area. Mm-hmm. So I would, I would bust butt for that 30 or 45 miles, get to the rest area, get out, park my car, obey all the, the, the speed limit signs in the rest area, get out of my car, for 20 seconds, then get back in and go. Because I was it was like a pit stop. I was like, oh, I got the pits. <laughs> and then I would catch up to everybody all over again and then pass them and get to the next rest area and then come back and do it all over again. There was one guy I remember in a van that I think I passed six or seven times doing that. <laughs> and, and, and it, and it, I mean, about the fourth or fifth, he had to be saying to himself, is that the same? Nah, that can't be. Nah. But that's what I do. It was like my own little pit stop. I was like, I could beat this time. I could beat, come on, crew. I'm yelling at the pit crew, and all I'm doing is looking at my watch. One, two, three, four. <laughs> yeah, I kind of do the same thing. Unfortunately, it's it, it, it it's not necessity. It's in a lot of situations, it's forced on me. Right, sure. Uh, my, my, my company has picked up a, a, a number that they, that's what they want to govern the vehicles at. Right. And it's under... 
the posted speed limit. Ooh, so, ooh, so folks, ooh, when you're out there driving yeah. along on the highway and you get frustrated with the big truck yep. that's running slow yep. under the speed limit, be nice to the driver. I would say with 99.99% probability, it's not his choice that he's running the speed right. he's running. His company has predetermined, set the computers in the truck. He can't do anything other than run the speed he's running. And then factor in if you're in any hilly area. Oh boy, yeah. you know, eighty thousand pounds yeah. will do seventy-five miles an hour plus downhill, right? And fifty-five miles an hour uphill. I I, I never get upset with with truckers. Um, that's a ninety percent accurate statement. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, the you know, listen, and I get it. You know, you're stuck at sixty-five or seventy-five miles an hour with the governor, and it's a company vehicle and all that. As long as they're in the right lane or the center pass lane. It's when they wander into the left lane at 65 miles an hour that it, that it, it just, uh, okay, okay, that's, you've got to get out of here. You've got you to get out of my lane. You've got to get out of my lane. And then, but I, but I understand they don't change lanes on a dime. No. Um, so what you start to see is everybody start cutting around them, cutting around them, and they oh, yeah. can't get out of that lane at that right, point. You right, right. They, 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 they block them out there. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's also a thing, too, is, and to give you, you know, and this is my personal opinion. Yeah. If you want to. You know, send us an email uh, fussing at me. <laughs> be, be my guest. But I give you a little insight to a trucker's thinking of driving is a privilege, not a right. Agreed. They, they have as much ability and, and quote unquote right to be out there as you do. Yeah. And if I'm doing 67 and he's doing 65 and three quarters, yep. yeah, it's going to take me a while to pass him, exactly but right. I'm going to pass him. Folks, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. You stick around. We'll be back after the break. The Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, <laughs> not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second... When innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. 
with names like Patton, Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. One minute, not the bill of needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday night special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you you don't need something, tell them it's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. The MagSwag.com studios. Uh, hey, thanks for joining us again. We're going we're gonna to jump right into uh, this, this story. We, we, Earl, Earl and I, we, we, we come up with stories. You know, I see, he sees, even stories Kevin sees, listeners, you send us stories all the time, and we get a list of stories ready together, and we kind of narrow them down, and we always have a, a couple of extra just in case, you know, we the story didn't go as long as we planned. And usually, you've heard us talk about it before. At the end of the show, we end up with four or five extra stories. Right? Oh, yeah. We're like, yeah, yeah. I didn't get yeah, to do that one. We, we, we go from, crap, do we have enough, to, crap, there's... Five of them we didn't touch on. Exactly, exactly, exactly. This story we saw, and it was, uh, uh, it was like, oh, we're doing this one. Earl's like, this is the first one the, we're doing. This, we're doing this. This one is first. a fun one. Yeah. This is a fun one. We got to talk about this. This, this is, uh, this is amazing. And I know we've talked to you about other shots before. This one's amazing. It's uh, at two point three five miles, the longest rifle shot ever recorded in competition. Now, granted, this this is a competition setting. Yes, you know, complete c- controlled. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Weather permitting, controlled. Right. But I mean, you know, by no means are we saying this is you know anything you know just generalizing in a tactical situation. This is you know all right. We're going to try it. Uh, yeah, it's too cloudy. We'll come back tomorrow. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. They're not. They're not. Uh, this is not trying to take the shot off the guy with the uh, with his hand on the uh, on the detonator switch. Right. You know, and, right. And all of that. So this is. Uh, but I mean, you just read and and you blew it. I was gonna, you know, kind of 
Oh, do throw, throw out a question of how how far do you think the longest shot is? I did not. And, I only gave the miles. I did yeah, not give. Hey, listen, well, uh, people can do the math. Well, uh, listen. While they're driving down the road, I mean, you got you got a pretty good uh, mathematician there. That's well, a well, that's a magician mathematician. You know? Well, I, I do quite a bit going down the road. That's true. I'm true. I, I do a lot of math when I'm driving. Down the road. I really do. Move I really on. Do. Move yeah. on. Um, Take a guess how many yards that is. I know how many yards it is. Yeah. But yeah. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's. Um, which which it doesn't even it doesn't even sound that much. It the yards is it doesn't sound that much. No no. I, I mean listen. When you think about it. Oh, it's four thousand yards. It's just over four thousand yeah. yards. Right? Four thousand one hundred and thirty four yards. Which which is uh, you know for those that are sitting around trying to do the math in their head, that's over twelve thousand feet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Twelve thousand feet. That's I mean it is just shy of two and a half miles. Now Earl, what I was uh you know. Pumping 120 millimeter sabo rounds downrange out of an M1 Abrams out of an M1 tank. Abrams, uh, you know the two two and three quarter mile shot well, was a difficult shot. <laughs> the 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 okay. public the 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 public acknowledgement of a yeah two, well, that's, two <laughs> that's about the limit. Yeah, yeah, true. That's about the limit of public acknowledgement. But we we'd started out in those uh, in those systems with uh, you know t- uh, ten power scopes and then up to hundred power digital enhanced scopes um, and uh, this is, listen. You fire this round, uh, even if out of this rifle. What, hold on. What kind of rifle did this guy shoot? Hold on. What kind of? Uh, rifle? It's it's a complete custom made rifle. Okay. Uh, they gave some specs here. Uh, yeah, it's made by a company called GA Precision Custom. Okay. Is, is the rifle? So I don't know if GA is Georgia or something else, but it's a GA Precision right. Custom. Uh, the only thing I could get in here for, they give a cartridge. Of a thirty-three X-ray Charlie, X- hmm. XC. Okay. Uh, so I, 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 as soon as I saw it, you know, two and a half mile shot. Okay, it's a Wildcat cartridge. Yeah, gotta it, be. is my first thought. Gotta be. Yeah. Because in the specs for this article, they give cartridge thirty-three XC, and then reading further down, bullet says three three eight caliber. Uh, it's a Hornaday three hundred grain A tip. Holy crap! They're slinging three hundred grains, almost two and a half miles, but it's got a muzzle velocity of thirty-one sixty-five, three thousand feet per second. Right. I, I wonder what kind of arc this trajectory has on it. <sighs> it's got to be because the the time of flight from from the the minute he or the split second he pulls the trigger till the bullet impacts the target is just under nine and a half seconds of flight time. That's crazy. I mean, I mean it, you have to calculate for the rotation of the earth at that point. Get yeah, ready yeah. to say that. Yeah, yeah. He, he's he's not firing where the target is. Yep. He's firing where the target is going to be. The um, the 338, just looking up the, some information while we're sitting here, the 338 XC. Uh, Earl, you're familiar with the 338 Lapua? Yes, that's the first and foremost that I know of. Okay. I, I know a little bit about it. And then the 338 Lapua Magnum. Oh, There's a 338 okay. Lapua Magnum. <laughs> My shoulder just um, flinched. The 338XC is longer than the 338 Lapua Magnum and holds quite a bit more powder. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, it, it's, oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah, Mike's scro- you know surfing the internet while we're talking, and he's pulled up some brass. Jeez. Look at the brass on that guy. He must work yeah. out. Uh-huh. Um, let's see. Genetics. Yeah, genetics. Uh, it, it's 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 ridiculous. Yeah, and that's um, 
that's listen. That's a heavy bullet. I mean, it's no fifty cal, but you know that's a, that's a heavy bullet. And um, yeah, fifty cal would drop into the dirt by then. You know, it, it, there's no way it's reaching you know that range. Well, I I think a fifty cal. Well, with, it, without we, a without a sixty oh, degree yeah, arc. Yeah, you know, I was yeah, to say. I mean, yeah. it'll go that far, but it, it's the arc is so rainbowish. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's it's uncontrollable, unaimable. I mean, it's like people don't realize. I mean, I remember growing up reading the. The box, the safety warning on on the side of the what Winchester White Cat, yep, yep. Wildcat of twenty twos, right? A twenty two projectile will travel travel over a mile. Granted, you know un- yeah. uncontrollable trajectory, and who knows, you know where it's going to land. That's why you got to be careful with it, folks. You know, no, you know when when uh, what Fourth of July and New Year's Eve and all that. Don't fire up into the air. Whatever whatever goes up must come down. Listen, absolutely. Listen, not to jump off this, uh, you know, target too much, but um, <laughs> see what uh, you did there. In in there's there's a case in Florida a case I was involved in where uh, during a New Year's celebration somebody shot around in the air uh, like three four miles over. There was a there was people outside barbecuing and it hit a minister who was leaning over the barbecue, came down, killed him. Oh. Um, and uh, they they were able to run ballistics, figure out it was an AK round, and went back and, and found the guy, and he got charged with manslaughter. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I remember, uh, un, you know, unfortunately that was the result of that uh, incident. But I remember hearing something on the uh, on the news years ago that similar situation uh, that somebody fired in the air and in a celebratory manner, and unfortunately there was a gentleman that was out with a significant other i believe and was laying on the beach right oh wow the round fell and impacted him in the chest that's no fun fortunately he was obese enough that it didn't kill him right i mean it still penetrated and all that but he he was a big enough boy that it, it it didn't take him out but still you know that was around falling from whatever height it went to that's, I, I don't want to get hit in the head but I, that's that's why and you see uh uh construction work when they're building buildings right they're, they're bolting the girders together everybody's wearing a hard hat oh, yeah. Yeah. somebody drops a bolt yep. at 10 stories above you and hit you in the head that's gonna that's kill a, you. that's all you got going for you that's it yeah. you, you're going away you're going away the um the, as a comparison, folks, the 50, 50 cal, 50 BMG uh, bullet, depending on which one it is, 600 to 690 grains. Um, Earl, you, you brought it up, and I've just got it in front of me. When I ask you, quiz time, quiz time. Is all right. There's, there's no wrong answers. And folks, please please remember this is an exhibition, not a competition, no wagering. No wagering. Um, Earl, uh, on, a, on a 50 BMG at 1,000 yards, what's the drop on it? How many inches does it drop? Oh, inches? Yeah. Uh, I, I can't do the math, but I'm going to say it's into the into several feet if you um, want to give me several feet go ahead i'll do the math uh, here real quick i can do that in my head bullet drop at a thousand yards yep. on a 50 yep. 10 do, feet do, do. that'd be 120 inches right okay okay um and you're 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 it's about two and a half times that it's 284 inches wow way yeah, off yeah, okay yeah, yeah so that's that's cr- crazy but you imagine that at four thousand yards oh, just yeah. over four thousand yards yeah. of this is that's a thousand inch drop so you're 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 talking a uh, thousand inches. You're talking eight hundred feet. 
You, you know, the, yeah, like you were, like I'm sorry, you were I'm sorry. Not, not eight, yeah, a thousand inches is not eight hundred feet. A thousand inches is uh, uh, is as eighty three feet, eighty four feet. So that's still, still you have to aim eighty four feet into the air. Yeah, like you were to saying to get that bullet earlier. to arc down. Yeah, yeah like you're saying that's an artillery round. Arc, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, that's crazy. That's fire craziness. for effect. Yep. Yeah. Right. Um, all right. Well, all props to this guy. This was an amazing shot. Let's give his name here real quick. Um, where, hold on, I lost his name. I lost his name. I lost his name. He still got a name. I mean, I lost it. He didn't. Yeah, where it's is still that? there. Uh, uh, Ryan Cheney. Ryan Cheney. Oh. Folks, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. We'll see you after a break. Me, I started smoking when I was 13. I always thought when the time came, I could quit. No problem. Then at 28, I tried to go cold turkey, and I found out how hard it really was. I made it all day without a smoke. (laughs) Right until I met up with the guys. But I learned something that night. In fact, every time I tried to quit, there were more than a few, I learned a little more about what worked and what didn't work for me. And when I realized that I wasn't alone, that most people don't quit on their first or second attempt, I knew there was still hope. Today... I'm an ex-smoker. My only advice is to never, ever give up trying to quit. If you're trying to quit smoking, the American Lung Association is here to help every step of the way. Visit quitterinyou.org for tools, tips, and stories from... We got time! ...to finally quit for good. The American Lung Association. We support the Quitter in You... ...org. There are a lot of things teenagers hope for. Homecoming. Getting a cell phone. My first boyfriend. But the things they shouldn't have to hope for? Finding a home. Getting a family. Having someone to care about me. Over half of the 500,000 kids out there in need of foster care are 12 and up. They need a caring home just as much, maybe even more, as the littlest ones. If your heart is big enough for a bigger kid, take this chance and give them a chance. Kids Peace, your local children's charity, can match an older child with your family and provide training for their special needs, financial support, even a 24-hour support team that's just a phone call away. Their needs may be bigger, so are the rewards. To find out more, contact Kids Peace at 1-866-4-KIDS-PEACE or visit fostercare.com. With a little more effort, you can make a huge difference in the life of a bigger kid. The need is growing, so call or click today. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our everyday. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits, like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're 
You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios, the magswag.com studios. Folks, i got to apologize. I know we were throwing all kinds of geeky gun numbers and bullet calibers and grains and feet per second at you if, on the last If there segment. are listeners, they know what we're talking about. Yeah, it just, it, it really, it was like, wow, I mean, that segment's over? How's it, how did it end? How did it end? We, we were just, we were just getting into it. Um, Earl, do you remember we did, uh, we did a story, it's probably five years ago now, on a, on a police sergeant in San Antonio, Texas, I believe it was. Do, do you remember what he did? Oh, the one-handed shot! Oh yeah, with the forty S and W. Exactly right. Uh, yeah. Had had horse reins in one hand, horse reins in one, pistol hand. in the other. Yep. I, can't, I can't remember now the, the distance though. I remember it. It was, and that's what made me think about it. Um, it w- was was um, it like a hundred yards? It was. It was a ridiculous amount. And and hold on, I'm going to pull this up. It right was. Right it was significant. While you're looking up the actual numbers, I remember it was significant enough that it was either I can't remember if it was a national association or a local association made up a competition shooting stage where they rigged up something to simulate horse reins in one hand and then the the, yeah. the competitor had to hold on to those reins right those simu- it was like weighted, it was like a reins, weighted rope he had to do yeah and one-handed make that same distance shot that he he, he at th- whatever distance that mike finds out he took out a bad guy. Yeah. At night, under poor, crummy streetlights. Yeah. One-handed. Yeah. Streetlights, uh-huh. holding the reins of two horses. Oh, it was two horses. It was two horses. Okay. Yeah. I, th- I thought you know, you know it was it yep. was it was uh, his horse, but yeah, somebody probably somebody else's horse too. Uh, yeah. I mean that's 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 I've that's got Texas. It. I've, got it. I've got it. It was okay. I got it. I got it here, Earl. I got it here. Okay. 312 feet so that's 103 104 yards wow 104 yards yeah yeah i remember that now 104 yards so that's free hand 104 yards yeah other hand holding you know horses so i mean i i, I don't know maybe the horses are standing there just waiting I, but i get the idea that they were you know at least I, I would, pulling a little bit i was gonna you know? say i imagine there yeah. there's there's at least some tension on those reins yeah. i mean not that that you know he's fighting to hold them still well you never yeah. know i mean the i'm sure the the horses are probably somewhat accustomed to gunfire nearby. You would think that's something they should uh, they should be training with. I'm sure they did. Yeah. Um, 104 yards, 104 yards. Still, yeah, but I remember that also. That 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 was put into some competitions. Yeah, taking the uh, hold on. What was his name? What was his name? Let's see. Uh, Adam Johnson, Sergeant Adam Johnson, and they called it the Johnson shot. You had to take the Johnson <laughs> shot or the big Sarge shot. You know, that was that was that was craziness. Um, Folks, uh, you you know that we're all in an ammunition shortage right now. Yeah, can't find any. Yeah, there's a couple of reasons for that. Listen, um, we added a um, hundred million gun owners in the past year. Probably, yeah, you know, it seems like yeah, that yeah. many, or at least a hundred new hundred million new guns sold. Um, and I'm going to say at least a full. You know, from what I'm seeing in the shops, at least a full third of that were first-time gun owners. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah. So I mean, you know, what? So, uh, I don't remember what month it was now, but I I remember in sometime in 2020, one month. Or was it one month or? Anyways, in the year, yeah, we broke. 
everything. Yeah, in 2020, every yeah. month broke the previous month's record. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, you know, there was one month in there that they, the, you know, the Knicks background check is more this month than it's ever yeah. been yep. combined yep. since they started keeping track. Yep, very, very true, very true. So, listen, you put 100 million new guns into the hands of civilians, well, Everybody wants a box of fifty, right? At least, you know. So that's five billion rounds. You yeah. Know? Uh, when, <laughs> when, you, when you do the math, right? So, um, it's it's not easy to come by. You know, everybody wants to go shoot. Everybody wants to practice. Well, that that puts you know everything at a at a, at a uh, definitely a downward availability. Right. Um, well, if you remember, about the same time, Remington went uh, you know Tango uniform. You know, they went to uh, they yeah. went bell- they went belly up, got bought out. They split the split up the Remington and the Freedom Group and and all of that. So we lost the Remington ammunition plant, which is out there in uh, in, in Arkansas. Well, it's now been bought, purchased, and now being operated by Vista Outdoor. Okay, they are as of this past week back in full operation. Nice. We uh, need all the help we can get. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Listen, uh, let's see. The they added production promises some relief to the ongoing ammo shortage, ammo shortage. Supply line vacuum will not vanish overnight, although the fact that Remington Ammunition just launched a new website is another welcome sign that inventories may approach normal sometime this year. Okay, that's this year. I'm that's not a, holding my breath. It's not this month. That's not this season. Dude. It's not this quarter. That's this year. But I, I agree with you. Listen, the way things are going now, I do not see a break in sight. Yeah. You know. Because that was another another thing that I, I can't remember who was explaining it to me, but it it compounded the situation we're in right now is, you know, nine mil and five five six FMJ, you know, quote unquote range ammo. Yeah. They 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 work on that year round. Yeah. Yeah. Hunting ammunition. Oh yeah. Various different calibers. They know that's pretty much that's seasonal. Correct. Well, because everything is going on, the craziness that that it is, they've kind of they pushed off a lot of the hunting ammunition. They they know okay, and and uh, I'm I'm learning to get into hunters, so I'm I am probably wrong on this. Uh, Whitetail season is in October, right? So they don't worry about that until you know the later later part of, of summer to where they start ramping up to have everything right. available right. for the whitetail right. hunters. Well, they're focusing so much on the the range ammo or, or, you know, any type of ammo to get it out in the, you know, the common calibers. They've pushed back and or forgot to get into, you know, start production uh, or, or they, you know, devoted energy and resources to other calibers and, you know, forsaking the hunting calibers for, for that season and but then now they've got the hunters beating down their doors. Of, right. We need our ammo, so it's it's just it's adding to the chaos. Yeah, absolutely right. And, and listen, I'll tell you this also. In addition to that, if you have a three eighty uh, and you have ammo for that three eighty, do, don't shoot it. Uh, I mean, even if you face a bad guy, you need to evaluate. Uh, yeah, how many rounds do I want to put into the bad guy? You, you know? know, I mean, hit him, uh, hit yeah, him with yeah. it before you, <laughs> before you, you know, uh, see if that works before I have to shoot him. Obviously, I'm, ex- I'm expensive. Yeah, obviously, I'm exaggerating, folks. But uh, listen, 380. Uh, don't go to the range of practice with your 380. Dude. Keep your 380 ammo. Um, when nine mil goes short, the the 380 machines get turned into to nine mil machines <laughs> because the only it's difference is is, 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 the, is the depth that the uh, they have to place the uh, the round. Um, and the amount of, and, and the amount of powder they put in because the case is all the same. Yeah, um, seed it long. Yep. 
Uh, it's even different than, let's say, a 38 round because those are different cases and everything else. But the 9 mil and the 380 are just, you know, it's just a depth issue. You right. know, so, right. yeah, so you're not going to see 380 for a while. Um, uh, you know, it is nice that um, last time this happened, uh, uh, I, 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 I don't know, it was, uh, it was to, oh, it was Sandy Hook. So it was, you know, eight, nine, ten years ago. Right. Um, remember, 22 was the issue. Uh, yeah. I, I've at least 22 seen 22. Things. I've seen 22 in the pipeline still. I've seen it ridiculous, and you and I shared some images of some pricing. Uh, it's it's ridiculous, but if you've got twenty two plinkin ammo, do less plinkin. You yeah, know, you know? Yeah. Uh, listen, I've been I've been uh, to the point where, except for the last two or three weeks, I've been shooting every weekend for competition shooting every weekend for the past two or three months. Um, I've had to shut it down because you and I, Earl, we we have enough ammo. We you have enough ammo. I have enough. Well, we have enough to get by. We always want more. I was going to say, you always want I, more. I, I, I have enough to cover my needs. I yep. definitely don't have enough to cover my wants. Right, exactly. And I've had to stop, uh, cut back my shooting because all the reserves I had, I'm, I'm to a point now where like, okay, I'm, I'm not crossing this line. <laughs> I'm not crossing this line. So here's the deal. Listen, we've got, uh, you know, Remington is back open up. We should start seeing ammunition start to flow from there again. Uh, visitors to the website can easily access detailed product information, load selection, advice as well as purchase Remington accessories and merchandise and have it shipped directly to their door. Information about Remington's iconic ammunition for whitetails, waterfowl, and wild turkeys is included as well as details on personal defense, target shooting, and other loads. Yeah, listen, um, you nine mil you should start to see again. You should start to see uh, the forty fives. Um, twenty two, I'm not sure how the twenty two is gonna work with them, because twenty two, you guys know is is uh, is one of those finicky ones. If they got room, they got space, they got machines, they'll do it. Because on twenty two ammo, listen, it's 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 a different machine than everything else. I, I don't know, maybe they're pulling everybody off to work on all the other ammo. So um, Listen, if you need it, go out and buy it. If you don't need it, leave it for somebody else. I'll just say that because it's driving the prices up. It's driving things crazy. And, uh, you know, none of us want to be there. We all want to buy ammo at an uh, economical price and enjoy the shooting sports. Folks, so stick around. Uh, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. We'll be back after the break. Deltec PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? 
Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at armsroomradio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world from the magswag.com studios, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. That's the magswag.com studios. Uh, Earl, I have a question for you. You and I are uh, very close to the same age. You're older. and uh, <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> um when when you were going to uh, when you were going to high school here in Florida, uh, did you recall ever seeing you know gun racks and vehicles or in trucks or anything like that? Not when I was in high school, but I grew up with a gun rack in the back of my dad's truck. Okay, okay. Um, I, I distinctly remember when I was going to high school uh, here in Florida, last couple of years of high school, uh, gun racks in the truck uh, and a firearm. And I was a black powder pistol. But in the uh, in the glove box. Now, uh, I, I do want to point out that the I remember in the vehicle it was one of the guys I was playing sports with. Mm-hmm. Um, I graduated seventeen; he was eighteen. Right. So he was legal to you know to own and possess them, but he was also part of after sports practice. He was part of a uh, um, uh, a marksmanship club and a, and a black powder club. Right. So he would go from practice at school to the range, which wasn't far away, and do competition, and it was perfectly legal. For him to have that, you know, lever action in the back window and the uh, and the black pistol, black powder pistol in the in the dash or in the in the glove box. You know how many people he shot and killed, Earl? Uh, none. Yeah, none, none. Because he's a responsible adult. He wasn't a criminal. Right. Uh, he might have been in high school. He was eighteen years old though. Yeah, he, he's an adult. He's an adult. Uh, I bring this up because in in Florida, not too far away from from where we are, there's a there's a high school, astronaut high school. I, could you guess where it's near? If it's astronaut <laughs> high school, <laughs> okay. Very near the uh, the the Kennedy Space Center, uh, and they have an they have an assault rifle raffle now. Yeah. You and I both know it's not an assault rifle. No, it's a, what, not, what's an assault rifle? Uh, a made up term used by the anti gunners. The the only assault rifle that I ever know of was the one that was actually named assault rifle, but it was in German. Yeah, Sturmgewehr. <laughs> it's. Uh, it's a, yeah, the rifles are not there assaulting anybody. You know, it's just you know that's the, the the there might be an assault soldier, assault troops yeah. that carry a rifle, but there's no assault rifles. Again, let's take back the language. Yeah, it's, uh, and, and I'm, I, you're read through this article, and either either the 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 person who wrote the article either a doesn't know a thing about guns or is a little you know left leaning. Uh, as well, because I'm I'm looking at some of the the terminology yeah. now. There's an Armalite style Armalite assault style. rifle. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to lay my, lay my money on both. By the way, if that's yeah, possible, I have yeah. to pick two squares off the board. Yeah, they're against them, and they have no idea what they're talking about. Flyers announcing that an assault rifle will be raffled off at a fundraiser for astronaut high school high school seniors. 
provoked worry and confusion for some parents. Worry and confusion. Did, did the parents think they were just giving the rifles out, or just who I, knows? I uh, let's see. And glowing support for from others over the weekend as news of the prize spread. Armalite style assault rifle. Uh, okay, Armalite style. Uh, uh, hey, folks, uh, y- you know this. Help us pass this word to everybody else out there that does not take part in, uh, you know, the Constitution. Basically, um, that AR does stand for Armalite rifle, and it was Armalite rifle fifteen because that was Armalite rifles fifteenth patent when they created that rifle back in late fifties. Right. So, with the help of. Eugene Stoner. Eugene Stoner, exactly right. So the uh, Armalite style assault rifle is just just all wrong there. It should be AR-15 modern sporting rifle is what it should be called. Uh, It was among the items being advertised at the project graduation raffle. Some parents uh, asked how raffling a military style rifle, military style rifle, or I have a military style haircut. Does that mean I'm uh, going to take my haircut out and assault people with it? (laughs) Well, I mean, it is a pretty good haircut. I'll I mean, say I've <laughs> seen photos with you with a military style haircut. Yeah, I I, I felt assaulted. Yeah. <laughs> looking at those photos. Are you talking about the grip? When you used to have the grip? Okay. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. I used to have the grip haircut. While deployed, folks, I'm going to tell you. Listen, a little sidebar. Here we go. We got we got some time. I know you want to know. I know you want to know. Uh, used to have a haircut called the grip. Uh huh. The grip was. Um, You'd go get you get yourself a buzz cut, you know, whether you did it yourself, had the supply tech do it, or right. you walked over to the, uh, the 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 contractor Kellogg Brown and Root tent and let the and let their Ukrainian girls cut your hair. Whatever it happened to be, you had a buzz cut, about a half inch. What's that? A number one, number two on, on the Clippers? Yeah, something yeah. like that. And then you went back to your hooch, and you uh you took your hand and you uh, you put it on the top of your head. So you put your the, the lower lower end of your like I want you to look at your palm, look at your hand, folks, look at your open hand, you know, re, you know palm look, palm facing look, you, palm facing you, and now you put the the base of your palm on your hairline. Some of you that might go further back than others. <laughs> hey <laughs> hey, wait a minute, I can't reach that far. <laughs> and and you put that on the top of your head. Now, whatever's not underneath your grip, whatever's not underneath your head, you shave it off. <laughs> okay, so I've just got tiny hands. You just got tiny hands. He got, he got <laughs> tiny hands. Look how big that burger looks in his hands. Uh, look at the size of the mushrooms on that guy. Um, the um, and onions and tomatoes and that was the grip haircut. And I have several photos of me with a grip haircut while I was deployed. And uh, yeah, it wasn't pretty, but you know what? It was not meant to be. <laughs> yeah, it's easy maintenance. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. Uh, you know, uh, once every two weeks. Get the uh, whether get, you need it or get not. the trim, and then about every uh, every three four days you hit the uh, you hit it with the old Bic razor and uh, and took care of the sides. So that was I'm sorry, sorry to get off on a sidebar there, but yeah, you, you just salted to, it with my haircut. You just yeah. wanted to go back to the Ukrainian woman there to the barber and get get her to no never say, went to say never. say moose and squirrels. Well, uh, I did that, but I never got a haircut. <laughs> I was when my when my when my partner my boss used to get a haircut. I never did that. Um, what Earl's referring to is um, I have a Polish name. A Polish name and uh, the yeah, Ukrainian powers. women, Ukrainian name would see it and immediately. My my name means like basically like Budweiser or the the brew the brewmaster, uh, and the, the Ukrainian women would, would would go, you, do you know what your name means? I mean like very authoritative, you know. Do you know what your name means? I was like, no, tell me please. <laughs> and, Already knowing, and she, yeah, and she would say, your name it means uh, to to make the beer. 
And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Hey, could you say something for me? And she go, what do you want me to say? And this is all of them. I mean, and they, and they rotated like every three, four weeks. Um, and she would say, um, um, and I would say, uh, I would like you to say moose and squirrel. And she'd go, why do you want me to say that? I was like, I, I know, it just reminds me of home. Could you say moose and squirrel? And, and she would go, moose and squirrel. Uh, and just it, like Natasha. Just like, just like Natasha. My boss would look at me and go, I don't know why I bring you here every week. I really don't. <laughs> I really don't know why. I know you're going to do that every week. You tell me you're not going to, and then you do it every week. You get somebody else to say moose and squirrel for you. <laughs> it's, so, it's, it's just a true story. True story. It's, 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 it's just, hey, you got to have fun. You know, listen, oh, yeah. you've resigned yeah. to the point where you may not make it home. You might as well have fun while you're there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, oh boy! All right, back to astronaut high school. We got, we got yes, about, we got about yes. two minutes left. Um, so they're raffling off this uh, this AR-15, this evil, evil assault rifle. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And, and people are up in arms over this. Is this? Listen, this is probably one of the most conservative counties in the state of Florida, folks. You've heard Sheriff Wayne Ivy uh, on this program many times. That's where Sheriff Ivy is. The, the sheriff of. Yeah, he, he presides over that county. About as pro-gun sheriff as you're going to get and um, a public public pro-gun sheriff that you're going to get. I'm sure there's plenty of pro-gun sheriffs out there. I don't want to take that away from other sheriffs. Oh, yeah. But um, it's 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 ridiculous. It's, it's, it's you know, listen, nobody's passing the gun around the school. The kids no, are not playing no. with it. You know, and, listen, I think the parents need to go back to school because they clearly are morons. Oh, you yeah. Know? Yeah, and and that's the thing too is the the uh, all this is is uh, fully legal. Uh, you know, the only thing that that is involved with you know from the ATF is you know the, the yes the 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 firearm may be there to to see you know what you could possibly win, but then the actual transfer. Yep. Is going to happen through an FFL. Exactly. Background right. checks yep. are going to be done. Forty-four seventy-three is going to be filled out. It's a fully one hundred percent legal, you know, uh, transaction. It's not like they're going to toss it to you in the parking lot. Okay, thanks for thanks for you know donating. Here you go. Have a nice day. Yeah. Oh, you won. Who are you? Sixteen. Eh, here's your rifle. Yeah. Take your Armalite style assault rifle. It's, yeah. it's just a load yeah. of crap. It's just, it's horrible. It's ridiculous. And uh, and people just. Um, I, I we really should be uh you know we should be uh, calling the herd a little bit more I think yeah. at some point. Uh hey folks listen that's the first hour of the program here. Uh stick around we've got more coming back for you after the break. Until then please exercise your second amendment rights responsibly. If you're not ready, get ready. If you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel. Are you suffering from pandemic stress? Riots and insurrection have you worried about your safety? Well, get to Premier Firearms where they can make you safe. Premier Firearms has locations in Orlando on West Colonial Drive, in Titusville on US-1, and in Mineola in the Family Jewelry and Pawn. Premier Firearms has AR pistols and rifles starting as low as $5.99. Premier Firearms is a family-owned business that can take care of all your firearm and ammunition needs. Check them out today on Facebook and Instagram at Premier Firearms. That's Premier Firearms. And coming soon to Tavares. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. 
Innovation. Performance. Caltech. See more at caltechweapons.com. Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. Connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. That's the magswag.com studios. We promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I'll be uh, guiding us through the remaining hour of the program. One hour to go. One hour to go. Folks, If you, by the way, if you're listening to one hour of our program, you're on a, you're on a listen to a radio station somewhere, and you hear us coming through, and it's just the one hour, um, get, call the program director. Well, there's two hours of the show. We we, yeah. we we got two for you. You know how to reach us. You can go to armsroomradio.com. You can uh, you can look us up there and look at all our old past stuff. Um, it's, it's All uh, of our old past stuff. Because somebody finally caught up with uploading past shows. I had to wait for the website to be <laughs> updated. Everything is current. Everything's 100% current. So uh, we had to wait for... It was a two-month delay. We had to wait for the website mm, to get it updated. So it's, the web guy. I apologize. I apologize. Well, he's not here, so of course I can blame him. Oh, uh, Always blame the guy that's not in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Who did we fire last week? Blame him. You know? Yeah, I'm wondering how many times I got blamed. <laughs> no, we left, was, we left at the same time. I wasn't there to defend myself. <laughs> uh, boy, oh, boy. Um, hey, let me go around the room real quick, introduce you to my fellow compatriots, because I do not do the show by myself. You know that very well. On on my right, the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Dr. Corbett, approve memos, lead a workshop, remember birthdays. Oh, good to be back. Good to be back. Good to have you, sir. Good to have you back here, uh, you know, here in the uh, location Bravo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, very, it's very nice for you to, to be able to join us. This is a location that's close to my heart. It is. Well, you know, you know the... Contents, the contents of the room. Yeah, exactly right. You know, and, and uh, I don't mean Mike. No, no, no. We got we got a great set of props right here oh, behind yeah. us. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, I was in fact I was doing a uh, some video stuff with our good friend Craig Deleuze. Yes, I and, saw. And then uh, he said he pointed to he goes listen. He kept turning around. Couldn't stay focused on the camera. <laughs> kept turning around, and I finally said, "Folks, these are just props." Yeah, yeah it's that's, green, that's it's, why a, it's a green screen. I'm yeah. taking advantage yep. of having a headset microphone. Yep. I can get up can and walk, walk around, around yep, the room. Yep. Then I turned back and grabbed a prop off the shelf and <laughs> poured him a beverage. Much, much, much like I'm doing right this minute. Exactly, exactly right. Um, let's see here. Let's see. Man, it's gonna it's gonna suck when we go back in the studio. Uh, you know, soon, very soon, we're supposed to be back in the regular studio. We're supposed to be back in. Uh, I'm told within the next uh, couple of weeks, but they've they've told us that a couple of times. Yeah, I'm not holding my breath. So. 
We'll see how it goes. We'll see what happens. Let's see. Uh, Earl, I, I don't know if you saw this this past week. Um, this one, uh, I, I it, was, it seemed completely plausible. Okay. And I had to make a few calls to find out. Um, there's a there's another sheriff, and we just gave props last hour to Sheriff Wayne Ivey yes. over in Brevard County, mm-hmm. one of the most uh, uh, popular, or one of the most uh, um, uh, forceful, prolific, uh, you know, Second Amendment supporters in the state. Now there's yeah, another. He's, he's he's not shy about no, it. No, there is another sheriff, a new sheriff down in Sarasota County, Sheriff Hoffman, who's uh, he's, he's he's on the way there. Okay. So we, we may get try and get Sheriff Hoffman on at some point, but there's Sheriff Grady Judd. Oh uh, yeah. Grady. Oh, hey, he. He he holds holds the a spot in my heart where you know had a had a horrific incident. A uh, bad guy unfortunately took out some officers, so they went on a manhunt. They found him. They you know and he he did not come quietly. He he fought to the bitter end, and he was engaged multiple times. And giving the press conference, a uh, reporter asked, "Why did you shoot him?" 68 times and Grady Judd just looked you know Sheriff Judd just looked at the reporter said that's all the ammo we had yeah yeah and, and I do recall that incident <laughs> and that's not a joke listen um uh I don't I don't recall the exact number it was something close around there it was it was a high number but but that was a guy who was wanted for murder attempted murder something like that ran into the wood line yeah. the the deputy sent the dog in he killed the dog, yes. the canine. Yes, the, and, uh, um, and sent in, a, um, I'm going to generalize yeah. a little bit, but just so our listeners understand, sent in the SWAT team yeah. with a dog. Yeah. You know, the, the, the specialized, highly trained officers, not yeah. the you know Joe Schmo beat cops. Right, and right. I don't mean any disrespect on that terminology. Different training, different training. Gotcha. You know, so, and and uh, this suspect had some type of training because yeah. I'm trying to remember all of it. They, he, he. Ran into the woods, circled back on his own tracks. Yeah. He 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 knew enough. The he ambushed the officers that were pursuing him and gunned them down. Yeah, and then started hiding. And they they found parts of the story I remember. They found him hiding in a log, and being forthright officers, their first thing was, "We know you're in there. Come out." Yeah. And he came out bullets first. Yeah. And fortunately, that time he missed. Yep. And the officers that were around where he was hiding right. did not. Yeah, so Grady, Grady did say it. Yeah, it was like, why'd you shoot him 68 times? It was because, we, well, we, we only had 68 bullets, you know, or yeah. something like those. But anyway, Grady Judd, uh, it, it, there's something like in, 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 in Polk County, Florida, where he is. In fact, the main city is Lakeland, Lake Land. That, that's yeah. South Central yeah, Central Florida. There, there. It's it's something. There are something like six hundred lakes, and those are lakes, lakes, not ponds, not you know. Oh, the, yeah, these yeah. Are, there's there's that many lakes in that county there, and uh, uh, so they recently had a uh, uh, a guy get run from them and swim into uh, a lake, and uh, he did not make it out because gators uh, took part in his feast. <laughs> um, so what 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 Grady Judd did was um, you want to get arrested, you want to yeah. get ate. He realized the importance of this, and he went out, and now the sheriff has a gator unit, G with the number eight and the R, so it's gator. You got the <laughs> set of canine, it's the gator unit, and they got gators wearing, like, 
like uh, like vests like a dog would wear. <laughs> and so when they go in the water, they send the gator after them. And they said, listen, they're going to have the gators out at high schools and you know different community events so people can meet the new gator handler um, <laughs> and, and get to get to know everybody and. Uh, and it's going to be it's going to be a you know wonderful thing. It's great for the sheriff's office. It's good, it's bad for criminals, and um, people were up in arms <laughs> and flipping their stuff until <laughs> until somebody said, "Wait a second! Today's April Fool's Day. Say, hey, it's folks, April first. You may, may want to check the calendar. It's, a, it's April first. So. <laughs> Old Sheriff Grady got him. Him and his boys came up with the with the Gator unit. <laughs> you know, well. They they know Grady Judd don't take S yeah. off of anybody. Well, that was the problem. He just might yeah. do it. That was the problem. They were like, he might just put a gator on my butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so old Grady, he did it. Yeah, so he got him. He got an April Fools. Get in the back of the truck. We going up to the big house. <laughs> that's that's what's going on with Grady. Oh boy. Uh, hey folks, listen. You're you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studio. Stick around. We've got more for you after the break. What are we going to talk about next? How do you top that? How do you top Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery uh, we'll is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak yeah. Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of Back military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. 
Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the founding fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday night special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. 30 seconds. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you you don't need something, tell them it's the Bill of Rights not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. That's the magswag.com studios. We, uh, we want to jump right into the next topic here with you. We want to, uh, listen folks, we, we understand we have had uh, some some uh, casualty shootings, large casualty shootings in the past uh, couple of weeks. We had uh, in Atlanta where I believe it was eight people were shot, uh, six of them killed. Those were the the Asian massage parlors. Yes, uh, yes. We'll, we'll just leave it as that, leave it at that. Um, in Colorado, we had another shooting at a we had a shooting at a grocery store, which you know, the news won't tell you was a was a was a terrorist act. A guy that was mentally unstable and, and, and with temper terrorist sympathies and went after nothing but white people in a grocery store oh well yeah and and i'm gonna even go a little bit more of uh you know soon after the 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 new president decided that we needed to drop bombs in syria a syrian immigrant decided he needed to go to a local grocery store and shoot the place up that's it you connect the dots exactly right yeah but but the president can't because listen they don't even give him crayons anymore that guy is just you know He's one of the few people I've ever heard of falling upstairs. That's uh, that's pretty that's pretty rough right there. That's did did you hear rough. now? It's being called Stair Force One. Oh, <laughs> instead of Air Force One. There we go. <laughs> Air Force, yeah, yeah, but they did explain why he fell upstairs, Earl. It was the wind. Mm. It was the wind. Yeah. Okay. You know. uh, let's three let's times. See. Uh, then there was also a, a shooting uh, this past, uh, it was yesterday, out in maybe day before, out in California, which got reported as this big mass shooting event. And listen, any loss of life is tragic. I'm going to say that right now. But this it was a disgruntled employee. Oh, and by the way, Earl, um, first two shootings, passed the background checks, did everything they could do um, in California, uh, used a firearm with a, with a large, with a standard capacity magazine, which is illegal in California. So I don't know how he's able to do it. Uh, disgruntled employee. Yeah, you can't do yeah. those. Those are banned there. Yeah, you can't do it. You can't do it. What we should do, Earl, what we should probably do is just make, uh, you know, shooting people illegal. We should do that. 
Hmm. We should, it's something uh, we should think about. It, you know, to, to, I, I think let's, let's give that a little bit more teeth. Yep. Let's let's make murder illegal. Oh by, my God. by any means. Oh man. By any means. I don't know. I th- I still think we need more gun laws. I think we need to uh, outlaw the uh, the the kind of sights you have on a firearm, or the shoulder thing that goes up, you know, or the death toggle, you know. So so the the two hundred plus gun laws that are on the books right now aren't aren't working. Clearly, we need more of them. Yeah, Clearly, we I need more so. of them. Yeah. Uh, so Politico put out a piece on what they believe we need to do, and some ideas, some some great thought out ideas. As far as Politico believes, <laughs> the great thought-out ideas to get a to get a uh, to get a hold on uh, their the, what they perceive as a gun issue rather than a crime issue, a criminal issue, a mentally disabled, mentally deficient person issue. I, and, and and I also got from, correct me if I'm wrong. I got the sense from this article that they were kind of conveying that. While we might have trouble just simply passing a firearms ban, right? We can sneak these these different aspects through. You know, chi- I did get chi- that feeling. Chi- yeah. Chip away yeah. at yeah. it. You yeah. know, we you know we, we we can't eat the whole elephant in one bite. But here's here's some small yeah. bites we here's can take nibble. to keep have going. Some, have an elephant elbow. You know, yeah. something like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, preemption. Preemption, folks, this is one thing they said we need to get rid of. Preemption is, uh, listen, in many states uh, up until 15, 20 years ago, you had a patchwork of firearms laws, which what I mean by that. Okay, in the county you live in, it might be okay to carry a glove or a firearm in your glove box. Uh, the city that you have to drive to to go to work it says no firearms in the capacity compartment of the vehicle. Uh, beyond that, in the city where you go to pick up your kids or the county where you pick up your kids from school, uh, says it's 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 okay as long as you have the gun in the glove box, but it can't the magazine can't be in the gun. So I mean, you could literally drive 30, 40 miles a day, and with all the little township cities, boroughs, and, and counties that you come to, you might have you know twenty different firearms laws. Preemption was designed for the state to take control of the whole field of of law on firearms. So the state says, and this is this is not just. On firearms, there's preemption on many, many topics in states. For instance, your city can't come up and say uh, a, a battery on an elderly person is now a punishable by death. No, the state gets to say what the laws are. Well, it you should know? be. But... Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I get what yeah, you mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, the, so the, the preemption says one set of laws, it's the state's laws. That way the individual knows exactly what's going on and what the laws are. They want to get rid of that. They want to give the ability back to the, the cities, the uh, the counties, the boroughs, the townships, the, the villages, whatever the, the heck the name of your, where you live is. They want to give them back parish. the power. The parish, thank you. Uh, the ability to make up their own laws and uh, and enforce them as they see fit. It's just, that's just, that you know, it might as well be entrapment by the government. Yeah, you know? so, so they, yeah, and, and I'm off on my numbers, but this is an example hypothetical example so they could have potentially 5000 sympathizers you know yeah. county city mayors versus 50 governors and they know who's got the d and who's got the r yep yeah exactly right exactly right uh, it's that's exactly what it comes down to yeah uh, the next one is gun training gun training they want to mandate gun training earl you and i know this we've seen this many many times when 
a jurisdiction, a state, says we are no longer going to require gun training to obtain your firearms permit, uh, what happens? Your 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 firearms carry permit. Thank you, firearms carrying permit. Thank you. Uh, training classes go through the roof. The there were you know several people we know that were in the industry that that was their bread and butter. Yeah. Of providing the training classes to simply satisfy legal requirements. This is by no means uh, anything that we you know consider firearms training. It was meant to simply satisfy legal requirements to get the carry permit. They were actually freaking out. What are we going to, you know, what am I going to do? This is how I paid my bills. I'm, I'm going to be put out of business. Uh, hey, Pat, wait a minute. I've started getting phone calls asking if I'm giving firearms training. People now are carrying. I've, I've got it. I need to know how to use it. Do you have a... You know, a citizen concealed carry class. Why, yes, I do. Quick, make an itinerary. How, how much yeah. around count? <laughs> yeah, it's and, exactly and, what happened. And, yeah. and now they're they're turning away business. You'd have a two-hour or four-hour mandated class, the basic minimums. And most of those classes were how to fill out the paperwork and go pull, one, pull the trigger on one bullet into a bucket of sand because that's what uh, the state says we have to fire a live round yeah have so, to watch you fire one live round once once you got rid of the the minimum requirements responsible adults exercise your second memory rights responsibly remember responsible boats adults familiar. started to just as earl said reach out and they didn't want the two hour or the four hour they wanted i'll take the eight hour class i'll give me the 16 hour class on you, the weekend you got to give me day, the 40 hour class. weekend class yeah give me that's what i want they went they sought more and more training you buy a chainsaw off the shelf folks you're just going to go home and crank that puppy up you can maybe maybe read the instruction manual, maybe watch a YouTube video. I know talk to somebody who uses yeah, one day in exactly a day right. out. Exactly right. You, you know, you're you're all responsible adults. Uh, the next one they said was encourage gun owners to support each other through hardships. Uh-huh. Not even sure what that means. I, I think they're what they're hitting at there is the uh, the number of suicides that are committed with firearms. I will tell you this: for many, many, many years, responding to suicide, and attempted suicide calls. Um, uh, if, if somebody intends to commit suicide, it does not matter if they have a firearm or not. They're going to commit suicide. Yeah. Um, those that want to fake a suicide attempt so they can get attention, they're going to fake a suicide attempt so they get attention. They're, they're, trying, they're, they're trying to – I just reread it real quick. Uh, if, if you're having a hard time, uh, I'm supposed to you know, maybe call up and tell you, hey, I'll, I'll hang on to your guns for you until things get better. But if you have, uh, you have the new law with background checks and uh, you, know, you, have to, you have to have universal and enhanced background checks, I can't do that. I'm not allowed to take it. I'd be a felon if I did that. Oh, yeah. Right? It's funny how those things work. Like Isn't that, that crazy? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's, uh, that, you know, so it's, it's one of their, I guess their left hand needs to talk to their right hand. So they know which which laws yeah, right. they're, they're, going to be, they're going to be fighting. <laughs> um, so it's just absolutely crazy. Listen, it's it's a little crap. We understand that. Uh, we've got uh, we got about three more. We're going to do is we'll come back on the next segment. We'll give you the rest of these. Um, but uh, you know, think up some of your own. You know, reach out to us. Go to armsroomradio.com. Actually, go to the Facebook page. Go to uh, facebook.com slash armsroomradio. Send us a message there. Uh, let us know your thoughts. Let us know what 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 you think of these ridiculous ideas. Stick around. You listen to Arms Room Radio. We'll be back after the break. First time that we saw combat as a unit, it was 
more surreal than anything. You're under fire, you're getting blown up. There's definitely adrenaline. Trump has 80% there was the explosion. Rating and I remember just opening my eyes and it got both of my legs. I don't even think it's going to be four years before he's had surgery after surgery and I was on a lot of pain medicine. I think he's going to find What's going to happen next? And how long am I going to be here? And why is this guy Cuomo still in the fucking white The Wounded Warrior Project the, dropped off a backpack for me. And it had everything in there that I could possibly have needed well, at that time. Peer visitors, a, people who have yeah, been where I had been yeah. before, said, look, brother, everything's going to be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. That type of thing is an invaluable service. To be honest, I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. Election fraud. To learn more, call 1-877-832-6997 or visit woundedwarriorproject.org. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their ear pods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio. Let's show here, but we got Major Bill. Studio. Got it. Ready to go. To the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Earl. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. That's the magswag.com studios. Hey, uh, if you're just joining us, uh, this segment. Uh, first off, you're wrong. You should have been here. You know. Yeah, you're gonna miss out. You're gonna miss out. Um, Earl and I were discussing the last segment. Uh, there's there's methods from the far right, from the right. Excuse me, from the far left, from yep. the left side. Your, your other left. Left side. Left side. I was looking in the mirror, and uh, you know, in the reflection uh, during the solar eclipse, and I, I got it wrong. Uh, some, some, swamp, some gas, swamp gas. Yeah, was swamp gas. Yeah. Reflecting off of Venus. And... Yeah. And damn, you know. Redecorate this place, okay? <laughs> buy buy yourself new shoes, and dresses. It's uh, a free T-shirt. Anybody gets that reference? <laughs> Text us, email us. Um, let's see here. Um, He's wearing an Edgar suit. <laughs> uh, we were talking about um, uh, out of the Politico. There was a is a, is, is a hack, uh, which is named Matt Valentine. Another one, another one of anti-gun hacks. Thinks you know, he knows what he's talking oh, about. Oh boy, bro. He is. He he's probably related to that guy that said. Uh, you know, oh, I shot an AR-15, but I was afraid. It made me scared. You know, and, and meanwhile, the little girl shooting next to him, like, "Come on, baby, we could drive tax." Boom, boom, yeah, boom. Yeah, pew, he, pew, pew. He, he probably shot one of those full semi-automatic AR. Oh, with the shoulder thing that goes up. Probably. Yeah, it's got the death toggle. I, yeah. I, I keep looking yeah. for those. I can't find. Oh them. man, I want one. Yeah, yeah, it's tough stuff. It's tough stuff. Gotta, gotta, gotta just keep looking. Did you try the uh, loophole? Did you look in the loophole? Which one? Well, the uh, the the black web. 
The dark web. The oh, okay. Dark web. I, didn't, I didn't know if I was needed to go to the gun show loophole or the boyfriend loophole. Oh, that's true. That's and true. and I, yeah. quite honestly, I'm yeah. not going the boyfriend loophole. Did you try I'm the, not looking did at you that you look loophole. in Charleston and wait the number of days you're supposed to wait? How many days is that? Well, it's three days down, but it could be ten. <sighs> yeah. I want one now. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, <laughs> all ridiculous, right, folks? What uh, what they were advising in the Politico, and we already covered, was preemption, gun training, and encouraging gun owners to support each other through hardships. Listen, if, if you're a human being, I would just say that you probably already support each other through hardships. You know? It's oh just, yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's the thing is, you know, you know, the 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 close friends they don't ask you for help. They, you know. They're the they're the ones that have been there to help you, so you're you're gonna do the the stand up thing, and you're gonna be there to help them. You know, th- this is an article that they're 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 here. Here are six things we can probably sneak by. Right, you know, we, right. we we can't can't just you know ban everything outright, but we can work on this. Listen, if Earl calls me and says it's two in the morning and says, "Listen, I need you over here right now," I'm just showing up. I'm just showing up. <laughs> I'm just showing up. Now, it, it might be to you know talk them down off the ledge with one of these issues like we're talking about here. If you glance in the back of my truck, there'd be a shovel and a bag of lie. <laughs> I'm just going to say I'm prepared for all yeah, yeah. contingencies. That's all. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> we're 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 gonna we're gonna go somewhere. We're gonna mess some people up. I can't tell you who it is. I can't tell you why we're doing it. Can't tell you when we're gonna be back. Whose car are we taking? Yeah, yeah. You had me at hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> the fourth thing that uh, the anti-gunners want us to do is enforce court-ordered surrender of firearms. These are the red flag laws. Okay, listen, we already understand that if you get uh, arrested and convicted of a felony, you're not going to take a gun to jail with you because that's going to be your new residence. But they want your, they want they want the government to actively seize firearms they want them to go around and take the guns we saw this if you recall earlier it was a little while back in in buffalo in buffalo new york there was a police chief and his that had his staff going through and comparing the records of the uh of the of the the death announcements with the firearm oh that's right yes (laughs) yes because because buffalo they have they pretty much they have red Full-blown registration. Correct. correct. That only, yes. you know, yeah. if, you know, only John Brown can own these three rifles. Well, correct. Well, wait a minute. John John Brown passed away? Yeah. All right. Go get those rifles. Go get them. You know, John, you know, John Brown, Jr. It doesn't yeah, say yeah. John, John Brown Jr. or John Brown the third. That's right. It says John Brown. There are uh, sheriffs in the state of Florida. There's a 66 sheriffs in the state of Florida. 66 sheriffs in the state of Florida or, or, or appointed sheriffs in uh in one of the jurisdictions, and uh, he, um, and, and excuse me, in all those jurisdictions, I think it's three or four of those sheriffs are extremely liberal anti-gun, and they make up something like ninety-nine percent of all the red flag gun seizures. Oh, they, yeah. you know, it's one of those. Oh, you got arrested for DUI the next day. Come in your house to take your guns because you're currently pending sentencing on an alcohol-related event, and you can't have a firearm if you've been convicted of an alcohol-related event. Completely un- illegal to take those guns, but guess what they're doing? They're taking those. They're guns. taking those guns. Well, or, or well, maybe they would just go through the due process to get them back. No, they ain't got time to go through the le- you know legal system the way it's intended. Ain't no due process. It's a problem with these. You heard, uh, you know, many people talk about red flag uh, laws. Listen, uh, is there a time to take a firearm from somebody? 
I, you know, sure. I mean, if you got somebody that says to you, "Listen, I can't take it anymore, dude. Uh, you know, the she's driving me crazy, or you know, the the nightmares from the war. I think I'm going to kill myself. It might be time to take your buddy's firearms away from them. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, what you don't want to happen is the police take the firearms. Listen, I don't. If that threat happens and the police are the only one to make contact with him, then the police take the firearms from him to keep him safe. The or, problem is, or, or her, or, or her. The problem is, there's no due process in their policies or in the law. There, if it's a sheriff that does not believe in giving you firearms, you're never going to get them back. Yeah. On your darkest day of your life, where you've reached out for help, you're going to be paying for it forever because uh, you've got an anti-gun crackpot at the lead of an agency. Yeah. How many how many stories have we heard from Kevin that he's had to file motion after motion? Yep. Uh, yep. You know. Of somebody, you know, a, 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 I can't remember the specifics, but a completely nonviolent situation. Yeah. The firearms came into police possession. Yep. Everything has, you know, all the court requirements to, re, you know, rights restored, whatever it may be, to regain possession. And, okay, you know, we, we've, you know, we've known people that, that were there in person. Here's the paperwork. Here we go. Yeah, no, I'm not, not you know, not yeah. giving them to you. Yeah, absolutely right. Kevin yeah. has has yeah, had, to, do had to show up in yep. person, yep. legal representation for his client, to yep. to resort to you know, get the the private property, personal private property returned to his client. The one that I remember from Kevin, what he said was, and folks, uh, attorney Kevin Maxwell, MaxwellOrlando.com. Please, if he's a uh, Please uh, check them out, and, and if you do mention me and Earl's name, because we get twenty bucks every time you call him. Um, <laughs> the um, uh, they, they had, a, they had a, a military service member was having some problems. Did not uh, did not was not a suicide attempt. Called for help from the VA. The VA called the police. Police came over, took the firearms. The the prosecuting excuse me the the sheriff's office attorney in that liberal county did not want to give the firearms back because quote he's been trained to kill. And? and Kevin said, well, if that's the only reason, I'm going to need about uh, a month of the court's time because every military veteran in this county I'm going to be calling as a witness. I thought it was going to go with the state. I, I think it was a it was, a, it was, a, it was the county, you know, but, but it could be or whatever. Yeah. Right. yeah. So ridiculous. Um, yeah. <laughs> then everybody's like, oh, uh, hold yeah. on a minute. We'll go yeah, get those. They did. They had a little sidebar conference and they, they dismissed it. Or excuse me, they didn't dismiss it. They released the court and then the... After the judge got with that attorney, that attorney called Kevin and said, we'd like to give you his stuff back. We just didn't want to do it in open court. Yeah. Uh, next one, uh, we got about a minute and a half left, is uh, challenging industry immunity. What this means is the uh, the uh, Lawful Commerce of uh, Firearms Act, Commerce Act. Um, here's the short story, folks. Uh, if Browning makes a firearm, Browning sells the firearm to... RSR distributors. RSR distributor sells it to ABC Gun Shop. ABC Gun Shop does a seventy-seven. Excuse me, forty-four seventy-three. <laughs> I got my dyslexia kicking in. New, new got, numbers. Got the forty-four seventy-three. They release it to a person. That person then sells it at a gun show as a trade-in to a private individual that has a concealed weapons permit. That person with the concealed weapons permit um, then has it in his car, um, but it gets stolen by a bad guy. That bad guy then go uses the gun to commit crimes. Well, the victim of those crimes. Wants to, wants to sue Browning and says we need to get rid of the immunity that keeps Browning protected from uh, from being sued. Listen, that's a long path, right? Yeah. I don't care if Browning handed the firearm 
to an individual. The individual committed the crime, okay? Past your background checks. Let's say it gets stolen from him. That's the, you've got criminal element. You've got somebody that commits a crime. They violate the law. They break the law by committing it. It's like a DUI. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, if, if I went out and got pulled over for a DUI and unfortunately you know, injured someone and or killed them in a drunk driving incident, nobody's going to be going and suing Ford because that's what I, they pulled me out of, you know, intoxicated. Load it's of the crap. same situation. Load of crap. Hey, you listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the magswag.com studio. Stick around. We'll be back after the break. Me? I started smoking when I was 13. I always thought when the time came, I could quit. No problem. Then at 28, I tried to go cold turkey, and I found out how hard it really was. I made it all day without a smoke. (laughs) Right until I met up with the guys. But I learned something that night. In fact, every time I tried to quit, there were more than a few. I learned a little more about what worked and what didn't work for me. And when I realized that I wasn't alone, that most people don't quit on their first or second attempt, I knew there was still hope. Today, I'm an ex-smoker. My only advice is to never, ever give up trying to quit. If you're trying to quit smoking, the American Lung Association is here to help every step of the way. Visit quitterinyou.org for tools, tips, and stories from... We got time! ...to finally quit for good. The American Lung Association. We support the Quitter in You... ...org. There are a lot of things teenagers hope for. Homecoming. Getting a cell phone. My first boyfriend. But the things they shouldn't have to hope for? Finding a home. Getting a family. Having someone to care about me. Over half of the 500,000 kids out there in need of foster care are 12 and up. They need a caring home just as much, maybe even more, as the littlest ones. If your heart is big enough for a bigger kid, take this chance and give them a chance. Kids Peace, your local children's charity, can match an older child with your family and provide training for their special needs, financial support, even a 24-hour support team that's just a phone call away. Their needs may be bigger, so are the rewards. To find out more, contact Kids Peace at 1-866-4-KIDS-PEACE or visit fostercare.com. With a little more effort, you can make a huge difference in the life of a bigger kid. The need is growing, so call or click today. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your every day. So protect your every day. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits, like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. (laughs) 
You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. It's the magswag.com studios. And listen, if you pay attention, I know you, I know you do, and I know you listen every week. Um, we did not have Major Bill with us last segment. That's uh, traditionally his segment. Well, that's because we are... Uh, we are we are remote today um, because Major Bill is getting married. We we planned on having him here for last segment, and his soon to be wife said, uh, <laughs> I, "I will kill both of you <laughs> with with my hands." Um, because we're she with, shortened that leash up quick. Yeah, yeah we, we're like within the, like a half hour of the ceremony, you know. <laughs> so um, later today we'll have the uh, reception and everything else. But you know, she was like. Uh, Oh, it was fine when we mentioned it to her like a month ago, and this would be cool. But then it was like, you will not be doing this at my wedding. And we were like, okay, 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 okay ease up, ease up. So um, this is um, this is the major's uh, one, two, three, fourth wedding. You've heard that before. He single-handedly bought Kevin a house. I'll just say that. <laughs> uh, over the past uh, 15, 20 years. Um, you've, you, listen, you, you've heard him. He's a slow learner. He's a. It's the fourth wedding. He's um, a little on the hard-headed side, right? Right. He's um, he has been married for twenty years before, just never more than six or seven years at a time. <laughs> it's just, so it's um, a little crazy here. So we figured we'd uh, we'd poke fun at him while he's inside right now. He can't do uh, nothing about it. <laughs> he's yeah. He's in there pacing and smoking, and uh, he doesn't even and, smoke. And yeah, saying, <laughs> he, he doesn't, doesn't even smoke, smoke, but he's smoking. He's in there right now. So he's just just walking, running a hole in the carpet, running a you know making a path in the carpet in there. All right, so we're going to give you some crazy, uh, some crazy, interesting uh, wedding marriage facts. Um, listen, this is scientific. I'm not making this up. I mean, I found it on the internet. It's got to be true. Oh right? yeah, it's of course. Yeah, Abraham Lincoln said so. It's, it's no, he did. He did. He had his flamethrower with him when he said it too. Just uh-huh. so you know. if the wife likes her marriage, her husband feels better about life. But the reverse is not true. I'm going to put this one under the category of duh. right a new study from Rutgers University analyzing data from nearly 400 long-term married couples shows that a wife's contentment in the marriage is the critical factor in a satisfying arrangement Uh, what's the saying Earl happy wife happy life yeah there's no you know a happy husband saying out there it's just it's not not a factor not a factor Uh, to assess their state of happiness individuals were asked to how often the spouses got on their nerves how often arguments occurred, and how they felt doing chores, and whether they felt appreciated. Overall, men felt slightly more happy in their marriages than women. A wife's dissatisfaction spelled less contentment for the husband, though interestingly, the husband's lack of contentment didn't have the same impact on a spouse. (laughs) I tend to look at it that, you know, that one cares more about the other than the other one does. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that, and that kind of leads into the next one here. But let me ask you this, Earl: when, um, when, when, when Mrs. Earl wakes up in the morning before you, is she a is she a ninja or is she a circus clown with the noise level? Ninja, really? Yep. Okay. Well, that's why you're happy. You're that weird guy in the marriage. Um, well, I've I've got Bill beat when you combine all of his. So. You, you do. You do. 
Um, I have uh, in my house. I have circus clowns when they when they wake up before <laughs> I wake up. Okay, I wake up on the other hand, and I'm and 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 I'm a ninja. I mean, it's it's horrible, uh, and they are literally circus clowns. And I, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna tomorrow. I'm gonna wake up and I'm gonna bang drums and I'm gonna do all that. And I get up and I'm gone. And you know what I get? I get a cold call, phone call two hours later. When did you get up? I didn't hear you leave. Yeah, yeah. Remember that. Just remember that. Okay. <laughs> That's. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I, I I nearly broke my ankles making yeah. sure you didn't. Yep. Number two, wives become unhappy if their spouses become ill. Husbands, not so much. <laughs> Listen, all guys plan on living longer than their wives. I think that's just, we just assume we'll live longer than our wives. But if the opportunity comes up, <laughs> I'm just saying, you're telling me there's a way out of this commitment? <laughs> well, and statistically, you know, we haven't learned yet that they're going to outlive us. Yeah. You, you know why men die before their wives do? No. Because they want to. <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh. it's their will. <laughs> uh, short men tend to stay married and compensate for their shortness by earning a high relatively share of income. Now I'll give this to Major Bill. I'll give this to Major Bill. He does make a nice income. However, based on height alone, he is an anomaly. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out how how are they associating height with income? Oh my gosh! I don't know. I mean, I, is I, that I the, know. you know you know given you know you comparing you myself and Bill? Uh, are are you and I going to go broke then? Because you know and and and. This is good-natured ribbing. I would say this yeah, to his face. Yeah, yeah. You and I tower over him. We do, and three of the major's wives have towered over him. Um, and it's uh, just, well, according to researchers at New York University, height has a significant impact on marriage. They found that tall men tend to marry more educated women, older women, and women of the same race, but are more likely to divorce. Among short men, however, the rate of divorce was significantly lower than among average and tall men. I don't know, maybe it's a... Well, Major listen, Bill just blew that theory. I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's completely blown up. He's, 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 he is the uh, the curve. You know, he set the curve he there. He blew that bell curve. The um, it, It's probably something along the lines of, listen, I'd like to get a divorce. And then she stands up and goes, what'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> and he says, uh, he says uh, I said, I, I would like to use the force. <laughs> she said, I thought that's what you said. Uh, a big wedding seems to boost the odds of a successful marriage. Hmm. Well, I mean, you don't want to lose your investment, right? You put money into that, right? <laughs> Nobody wants to throw money out the window. I mean, I could see that. <laughs> Listen, uh, things aren't working out. I think we should split up. We paid eighty thousand dollars for the wedding, though. Eighty thousand. Yeah, you're you're, you're crap, right? We should keep going. We should give this at least another ten years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know the VFW call cost that much. Honestly. <laughs> I spent on my wedding. Well, actually, I didn't spend. You know. Well, her parents had to yeah, spend the wedding. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, this is probably about the same amount I spent on my wedding. It'd be a butt kiss, <laughs> <laughs> donut. Lucky I showed up. Let's <laughs> just let's see here. Um, you may be genetically predisposed to cheat. A recent study by researchers at Bingham Binghamton University in New York revealed that about half of us inherited a gene that makes us more likely to have one-night stands and stray if we are in an ostensibly monogamous relationship. You know what? The, I'm, listen, I'm not even going to go into this this one here. All I'm going to say is that's the kind of article that a cheater writes. 
Yeah, yeah, I'll <laughs> say all, that's, that's all that yeah. is. That's that's somebody trying to justify fooling I'll, around. Honest, honey, it's not me. It's <laughs> yeah, my genetic yeah. makeup. Talk to my grandpa. Oh, <laughs> it's his fault. Gosh, yeah, that, that, that's yeah. crap. That's crap. You make a commitment, you love somebody, you stick to it. That's about all there yeah. is to it. Uh, let's see, number six. Maybe we should come up with new words. Oh, boy. I see where this is going. The word wife is thought to come from the proto-Indian European road wipe. It's to turn, twist, or wrap, or gwipe, which is which has a root meaning, meaning shame, neither of which sounds particularly promising. The word husband, on the other hand, derives from the old Norse husbondi, or master of the house. The word spouse seems to carry less baggage. It has its origin in Latin words bridegroom, which comes from the term spondir, meaning to bind oneself, promise solemnly. Uh, again, yeah, I think at this point, Earl, we're looking for reasons yeah, <laughs> to say, yeah. uh, you know, that one 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 uh, half of the marriage is is better than the other or more significant than the other. Yeah. Uh, listen, uh, all joking aside, Major Bill's uh, hitching it up for the fourth time here. Um, personally, I, you know what? I don't know if you did, Earl. I stopped and bought him a gift at a pawn shop because I figured fourth wife, yeah, you get a used gift at this point. <laughs> you know, just, you know. Something nice. Something nice for her, you know, and for him. Um, all kidding aside, many, many uh, 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 blessings to uh, Major Bill and Mrs. Major Bill, the new Mrs. Major Bill. And um, uh, that's about all I got. We're yeah, yeah I, I pretty much got the same thing. We wish them well, wish them the, the you know, happy life together. And that's it. I, I, I didn't go to a pawn shop. Yeah, that's but it. I did go to the yep. liquor store. Liquor, there you go. And just remember, <laughs> uh, Major Bill, it's maxlaworlando.com <laughs> for all what are you your talking legal about? needs. He's, he's got his own wing. <laughs> Until next week, folks, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you're not ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. The Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Kel-Tec. See more at keltecweapons.com.